Hey love, today's episode is an interview that I did with my friend Lauren Ricks from Becoming Aligned and in this conversation we talk about everything from becoming aligned with God and bringing God into your business, into motherhood, into life in general and this is a really raw unfiltered conversation that we have and we talk about so many things. I will leave Lauren's info linked for you down below and I cannot wait for you to dig in. Lauren, I am so excited to have this conversation with you today because you're a Christian and your podcast is about becoming aligned. And I just went through becoming Christian myself. So I'm born again Christian and we can talk about like my background if you want to. But, you know, there was a lot of things that once I became Christian, I was like, God, God forgive me, but I don't know what I've been doing my whole life. Every Even when I thought I was in a Christian religion, I wasn't. It was, you know, uh, air quotes, vegan, uh, not vegan, Christian religion. What am I saying? Vegan. <laughs> they did not preach vegan, but anyway, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, you know, I was in this religion that called themselves Christian and it wasn't. And I'm like, what, what have I been like, what have I been doing my whole life? You know, that's interesting. So can you tell me a little bit about that? Cause I don't know. I don't like know your story. So what yeah. made you like, what kind of, you said you were in a religion that was like quote unquote Christian, but what made you switch to, I don't, I don't even like, honestly, like the, <laughs> the term like Christian, right. Cause I feel like exactly like you said, there are religions out there that are like, we're Christian, mm-hmm. but then when you really get into God's word or you really start having a relationship with God, you're like, whoa, what they were doing is not what he is saying we need to be doing. So it's like, even the term Christian, I feel like it's thrown around a lot where it's like, you just brought God into your life. It's like, you ditched the religion and you're just like, mm-hmm. give me God, right? Exactly, and so yeah. what, like... How did you make that shift? Or how did you know, I guess? Okay, so I was born and raised in Brazil. And there's a very popular religion in Brazil called Spiritism. And in this religion, they believe in life after death and reincarnation. And they don't read the Bible, but they have a spinoff. They have their own gospel, which is a spinoff of the New Testament. Okay. Now, I remember being this religion and like praying and and talking to God and talking to Jesus, but like not, I never, ever, ever knew that Jesus was God. So that was my first thing that once I became Christian and I heard that, I'm like, wait, what? And I had to sit with that for a good month because I just was like, I don't understand. How is Jesus? I just could not understand that. So anyway, this religion is preaching reincarnation, not like in the sense of Hinduism that you come back like an animal in one life. Like you can only, you can always get better. You can only get better, right? So you're a human today and you're going to be human in your, your next life, but you know, you have infinite chances to get this right, right? So fast forward to my early 30s. And by this point, I have a two-year-old and a newborn and I'm extremely exhausted. And I'm looking at my life and I'm like reading books and like I'm understanding the science of like raising kids and like things like that. And I really started to rebel against God because I'm like, you know, based on this religion that I was, I was raised in, this does not add up. Like, why did God put kids in the situation where the parents are always going to fail and like reincarnation is never going to work because like the people just don't have the right setup. So I just completely rebelled and I became atheist. Fast forward to 2020, 
by this point, you know, everybody's home, everybody's like staring at the walls, you know, what are we going to do? This is like May of 2020. And I find this business coach and she's Christian. Now, dare I say that this woman that I found was like the really first true Christian that I have ever met in my entire life. And I joined her her group coaching program and she would always pray over us. And like, she's really started to soften up my heart. But so I was like, you know, agnostic by that point. And then in 2021, I was like, you know what? I think God does exist. It was, it was just like, I, w- I was a little bit less ag- agnostic, but like I didn't have a full relationship with God. And then around July of 2021, I actually tried psychedelic mushrooms for the first time in my life. So I've never done any type of drugs or anything like that. And I had heard about the power, the healing power of psychedelics to like help with trauma and things like that. So that was my intention going into it, you know, it was to heal and and it was through that experience that I was like, God is real. This is undeniable. Like it was, there was just no argument. Like God is real. Like once you you have this, this experience, you can't like, th- there is no way that you're not going to believe that God exists. Wow. So the bad thing is though, that through psychedelics, I kind of like opened up myself to this new age rabbit hole of manifestation and affirmations, staging, all of those things, you know? And then fast forward again to 2022. And by this time I had moved from Florida to Central America. And I had, you know, I was talking to somebody and I had asked about ayahuasca, which is another psychedelic, which is heavier than mushrooms. I do my ayahuasca, which is great because this is like literally in the backyard, right? Like I'm like, yeah, yeah, have ayahuasca. I can do ayahuasca whenever I want. I have a problem is drink ayahuasca. You know, that was really like my mindset. And then probably like three weeks after I had my ayahuasca ceremony, a friend of my husband came over and I don't know how familiar you are with Bitcoin, but my husband is a Bitcoiner and, okay. you know, this friend is a Bitcoiner and something the Bitcoiners always ask each other is how did you get into Bitcoin? Mm-hmm. And he said the Bible. And I was like, Tell me more. I had never heard about this ever. So then he was like, well, can I read you the book of Revelation? I'm like, yes, please. So then he starts reading the book of Revelation. And then when he's done, he was like, and the only way to be saved is through Jesus Christ. And I'm like, excuse me, sir, how dare you? Like, I'm a good person. Like I have, you know, but, and also like, as I went down to this like psychedelic in like new age rabbit hole, of course, I'm like believing again, like the new age believes that, that I'm sorry, that the reincarnation believes and things like that, you know? So I'm like, screw you. Like I have unlimited tries, excuse me, you know? And he really triggered me. He really upset me. And I think like the, the biggest thing that I learned about 2020 is that if something doesn't seem right to you like explore it like don't just take things at face value like don't don't put you don't get your feelings involved explore it so I started researching and the more research I do because at this point I'm like oh I'm gonna prove you wrong you know how dare you that Jesus Christ is the only way like this is not fair so I start studying I am a researcher and the more I research the more I see that he's right and I'm wrong And it was a very gradual process that lasted probably a few weeks. I started watching a lot of testimonies from people and a lot of people who had gone down the same rabbit hole of like psychedelics and like this, this healing modality, right? And like, this doesn't work. Let's try the next thing. The next thing, you're never done healing. Like you're always trying to heal and like you never come to a full stop. You're always healing. It's so exhausting. Mm, I feel that. So Mm -hmm. I just, one night I was like, I'm just going to pray but there was also a period of like shame because I didn't know because I didn't know God right like I didn't know like whoever I thought God was was not 
was not God. So in the beginning, it was it, I just felt so alone and lost, you know, but little by little, it was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm sorry. I'm I like repented for my sins and coming to my heart. I know that Jesus came and he died on the cross for my sins. And I'm sorry for all the mistakes I've made. And it was like little by little. And I started learning and I got the NIV Bible and the King James Bible, because, you know, everybody says the King James Bible. I'm like, I cannot understand, but I'm going to get it. So, you know, I just started and like another thing that was super helpful to me, which I know is not biblical, but uh, watching The Chosen mm. was, was just like having like th- that picture in my head, you know, was super helpful. And again, I know that The Chosen is not biblical and, and I'm not suggesting, you know, everything that happens is true, but just having like that, like picture of what was happening in that time, it, it, it just really helped me. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, okay, I'm Christian now. Like, I know we're getting rid of all the new age things. And then I, I started talking to my kids about Jesus. And then my husband was was like the last frontier. And my husband is a very logical person. Like he is on um, the spectrum. He's got Asperger's. And through logic, my husband understood that God is real and that Christ died on a cross for us. And, and it was just like full wow. circle moment, like the whole family getting saved. And I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm ready for the rapture. And I'm like, when is it coming? You know? So that's where we are today. That's insane. And I think so much like what you said of this new age hamster healing wheel, because I can so feel that for me, I grew up Catholic in a Catholic religion, right? Like new God was a thing, but also was like, there's wrong or right. Like if you don't do it this way, you're wrong and you're going to go to hell. So it's like, I grew up that way, not really having a relationship with God. And it wasn't really until I met my husband and he went to a community church, which was way less strict than Mm -hmm. a Catholic church. Right. And that's when I really started like having this like relationship with God. But I feel like even the last year, year and a half, well, oh my gosh, probably like five years, honestly, like God has been really working on like trust, letting him in and trusting him. For me, it's always my business. And it's so funny because like we kind of were going to talk about that too, of what it feels like having God in your business now versus like before. But for me, it's those like trust, 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 trust. And it was like, even like this last, oh my gosh, like last year, this January last year, this time my Instagram got hacked. God was like, start a podcast. And I'm like, what podcast? Okay, starting a podcast. This January was put on my heart to do a 20 day, 21 day social media fast. And I'm like, I'm an online business on social media. What? That makes no sense. But it's like, he knew I needed that clarity away from social media. And it's like that trusting and that obeying, which can be so hard, especially if you like are a little bit of a rebel like me. And it's like, somebody says you need to do it this way. And you're like, no, I'm going to do it. A diff- I'm going to find a different way to do it my way. Right. I can understand with like the healing hamster wheel. Cause I feel like I was on that for so long too of like, and now I'm like, why didn't I just go to God and be like, God, can you heal this for me? Can we, can you like help me heal instead of being like this mentor says I need to do it this way. This mentor says I need to heal this. This person says I need to heal it this way. This person, you know, and it's like, never ending. And it's like, we have the source if we just open up and go to him first, instead of looking at everybody else to tell us what needs to be fixed within us, quote unquote, there's nothing that needs to be fixed. And it's just, that's such a powerful story of like, now your whole family is there with you. And that's so cool. That's so cool. 
And um, I just want to highlight something you said. Read the Bible, which we all, we go into this, oh, the Bible, it's so hard to read. Like, I can't, I don't know, get the NIV, right? It's, it's an easier read. Start there, but read your I Bible have. and understand that if something on the Bible is challenging you, or if you feel like something is too harsh, or if you feel like something it's contradicting itself, you need to understand the, the time a little bit better, mm-hmm. the timing of how everything happened, right? Like, for example, Genesis 1, the diet is a plant-based diet, but Genesis 9, God says, okay, you can eat everything. But we, what people don't understand is the difference between Genesis 1 and Genesis 9 is 1,600 years. So a lot of time has passed. A lot of things have happened. So understanding, if you see things in the Bible that are like, oh man, this is so brutal. There's a reason why. Understand, like I had to start Genesis at least five times over because I didn't understand like these people lived to be how old? This does not make sense. This is, it, right. it was just really hard for me to understand and, and I comprehend that. But reading the Bible, putting aside any judgment that you have. And like, really, I think once you get into it, it's a lot easier than what people make out to be. So one of the things that really helped me in my journey, you know, I was watching this video and this lady was like, isn't it interesting how we read every self, self-help self book under the sun, but we never read the Bible. And I'm like, oh, that's, you know, yeah, like that is strange. And yeah, like you were saying earlier, like using the Christian label, like anybody can use the Christian label, right? In the beginning, I was like, I'm going to call myself a biblical Christian because... You just, you have to follow the Bible, not like there is no, if Jesus came to to this planet and it was to teach us like one thing that there is no middleman between us and God, just go straight to God. Read your Bible. Like mm-hmm. this is another thing that I have to say. Yeah. I have the Bible that I've been reading for a long time that has really helped me because I'm the same. Like if it doesn't make sense in my head and I can't like visualize it and see it, it's really hard. Like words are hard for <laughs> sounds really bad words are hard for me and like <laughs> some of the bibles are really hard to comprehend yeah. right and i have the life application study bible and it's new living translation and it's really cool because it like goes through the chapters but it also has like a section at the bottom of each page that kind of like regurgitates what they're saying but in like a now mm-hmm. like vibe which helps me so uh, like so much because I'm like, okay, I read that. I get it. But like, how does it apply to us now? Right. And that kind of like helps me with the whole Bible reading, but yeah, it's, we have, we have that (laughs) yet. I'm so guilty. I have like a box sitting here of like self-help books. I don't know why it took me so long to like, just go straight to the source that all these people are getting their knowledge from and making their own books. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so did you have a business then before you brought God into your life? I want to say brought God into yes. your life. I feel yes. like that flows more with me than like Christian. Yeah. So my business started in 2020. So I started podcasting in 2020. And when I started podcasting, I had an Amazon store and an Etsy shop. So I'm like, oh, okay, well, like I'm just, I feel like the next natural thing is to teach people how to do what I did. So that's what I, uh, my podcast in the beginning was all about for probably about a year mm-hmm. until a year and a half, I would say, until I was like, hmm, I have said everything there's to say about Etsy. <laughs> there's nothing else I can say. Like I just like, I, I did all the things and like it just wasn't in my heart anymore. So then at that point, I'm like, okay, doing an inventory of my life. Like what else am I good at? What else can I do? And I'm like, duh, I'm a podcaster, you know, I'm a I have a very successful show. So I pivoted my business to a podcast management agency. 
which mm. happened in January of 2022. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. So that was around the same time? No. So I became Christian November, 2022. Oh, okay. Yeah. So how has it, how has it felt having him in like your business and your light? Well, let's do business. I feel like, cause I talk mm-hmm. a lot about business on my podcast. How does it feel having God in your business now versus like at the beginning of last year? Night and day. Like my yeah. business just, don't get me wrong. My business has grown exponentially. So whenever business grows, there are more challenges. There are more things, right? Like more things you need to worry about. Mm-hmm. But that aside, my business is easier. Like it mm-hmm. just flows a lot easier. And there are the times that I'm like trying something and trying something, trying something. And then I remember just pray, you know, because it's so like not natural to me to just, you know, pray. So I'll pray and like the problem I'm having just goes away. And I'm like, thank you, Jesus. I'm sorry I didn't come to you sooner. But right. thank you for helping me. And, and it just, I have more clarity in my business. I feel more centered in what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't worry so much about mm. all the worries that you have, all the overthinking that you have. That's not to say that I don't do these things, right? But they have just become like a second thought. Like I don't overthink about things as much as I used to in the past. The things are right. just more like, okay, this is what we're doing. And I think also like if I'm being super honest, in the grand scheme of things, as Christians, we've already won, right? Like we know how the story ends. So like we see the bigger picture and it's like, everything is going to be fine. You know, right. we're fine. Everything's fine. Like, so I, I think like just having the bigger picture too, just like lifts up like all this heaviness of like, if you get it wrong in this life, you come back in the next life. And then, right. you know, like, no, it, this is it. Like we're saved. We're good. Like we're good, you know? So right. it just flows. Like it's just, and, and I'm saying flows and I don't know if that feels kind of new agey. I don't want like my, my language to just seem, seems like, oh man, she's using this, using this new, new age ling- lingo, but it just flows a lot more smoothly and more easily. Can, so you would say like you're more aligned with what you're oh, doing. And 100%. So what is, what is your, like your, I feel like, I don't even know how to ask these questions. Like what does your tasks and like your actions look like? Are they very similar to what you used to be doing? Or is it like the tasks necessarily haven't changed? It's more of the feeling within your business has changed. I mean, I think my business in general, it has shifted a whole lot. Like I'm, I just have more of a bird's eye view of my business, right? So, and, and don't get me wrong again, I have a team, so I'm not doing this by myself, but I feel like before I would get, I would get caught up in like the little things and like the overthinking, like I was saying now, I'm like, I feel like I'm stepping more into the CEO role. There are the things that I'm like, you know what? I want to set up my, my business so that I'm not doing these things, right? Like somebody else is doing that for me. And, and everything, like every aspect of my business has gotten easier. I don't worry about like making sales or anything like that because I know that he will provide for me. I know mm-hmm. that, you know, if one door closes, like another one will open. And I, I just have to trust that he knows that he's seen the, the bigger picture. Like mm-hmm. I, I was watching this Bible study and this guy was saying like, imagine 
you're watching a parade, right? And you're watching it from 13th floor of a building. You can, you look down and then you see like the parade coming from like that side and you have a bird's eye view and you know everything, you know where it starts, where it ends. But if you're watching the parade and you're actually like on the street around the corner, you can only see what's like right in front of you. And this is the analogy that he used. Like God is like up at the top, like he sees where this is all going versus you. Like you only have, you only see what's right in front of you because I am surrendering and I'm like, oh, everything's going to work out. I don't have that pressure that I, that I had before, you know, that worry that all of that is gone. I love that. I love that because I feel like, I mean, even myself who would say I've been a Christian for a long time, like a long time, I feel that pressure a lot. And it's like my own mind though. And I think, like you said, it was so powerful to just be like, when we feel that pressure, we can go and pray. We can ask God, help heal that or take it away or tell me, guide me what I need to do next. Or we search for like somebody else to tell us that instead of Mm -hmm. just being like, okay, God, this is frustrating me or this isn't working and blah, blah, blah. Like guide me. What's the next thing I need to be doing? Get me back on your path instead of me trying to like force my own path. Mm -hmm. And that can be so powerful. And I think it sounds so simple, doesn't it? Like, oh, just go and pray. But I suppose for like people who have never done it, it's like, well, how do I pray? Like, I used to always think, gosh, like I used to always think like I had to like get down on my knees and it had to be perfectly quiet. And I had to have like this perfectly scripted thing to say. And now it's like, I'm peeing and my children are like occupied for a minute. And I'm like, sweet Jesus, just give me a, like, give me patience today. (laughs) And it's like, that can be a prayer for us moms who are like, I don't have all the time to have like a perfect set out prayer time. It's like, it can be a moment, right? Like he already knows, God already knows what you need before you even know what you need. Mm -hmm. So it's like, sometimes I think we put that pressure on ourselves where it's like, we need to know everything. It's like, God already knows it, like tap into him. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. it. And I'm focusing more on like having those conversations rather than like, now I'm going to pray. Not not that I don't do that, but like, instead of having like, it has to be a certain way and and like all of this, yeah, you're right. Like, I, I think it's more of a conversation more than anything. I just surrender, right? Like, I'm not like, okay, God, it's been five right. minutes. I haven't heard back. Yeah. No, it, it's fine. You know, like, just, right. just trust that. And it's amazing to, like, hear the answers in, like, just that moment, like, the literal light, bu- light bulb moment or sometimes in a dream or, like, in a random conversation that you're, like, overhearing and you're like, oh, yeah, this is the answer right there. You know, it, it really is truly amazing. I think I love that with this with the sense of, like, having the conversation because I know – like the church I go to, they talk a lot about like, God wants to have a relationship with you. It's not just you coming to him and like only praising him or like worshiping him when you like have the blessings or when you need something, right? Like he wants to be in there with you, like have that conversation like you would your best friend, but also like not being afraid to be like, okay, God, what decision, like, what's my answer here? What's, do I do this? Do I not do this? And it's, also giving him that because he will give you those signs. But then it's like, we have to step back and like be open to see the signs. Cause I think so many, and I was this way, I can speak from example, like, okay, God, like, tell me what I need to do next. And then I'd be like here (laughs) versus like being open. Right. And when I say here, I mean like, like my own blinders and I can't see everywhere else. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's like, God is trying to give us signs. But if we're so like, pigeonholed into our own way of thinking we can't even see what he's putting in front of our face for our next step or our next whatever Mm -hmm. so it's being open for those things too because otherwise we miss it 
Yeah. And, you know, I just want to mention one thing. When I was in my new age lifetime, whatever, I would ask the universe for signs, right? And things like that. But is this a sign that I should do it or shouldn't do it? Like, what kind of sign is this? Mm -hmm. But when you're talking to God, it's different because you just know, like you have the clarity and you just know. So it's not okay, but like, I don't get it. You just know. So yeah, I just want to put that out there. So people are not like, what new age thing is this? You know, like it's, it's not, it's like having a conversation with God, just knowing that, that he loves you. And, and I think another thing that's, that I've heard before, it's like, okay, if God knows what you need, then why do you need to ask him? And the answer to that is for the same reason, like if you see it, if you see your, your toddler struggling to like open up something, right. You let them try it out, you know, and, and then like, you're, you don't want to do everything for your kids, right? Like you want your kids to like learn to do things on their own, right? So this is the same thing. And like, imagine us in our imperfection, like we don't like want to jump in and do everything for our kids. Like, do you think God in his perfect wisdom, he's just gonna no? then how are right. we going to learn anything, you know? Well, and we have self-will. He also is giving us choice. We have the choice to choose to do it our way. And we have the choice to do it his way. We have the choice to go to him. We have the choice to ask. And yeah. I think sometimes it's just that power of asking. We miss that, right? We yeah. miss the just ask and then seek and then knock, right? Is that ask, seek, knock? I think that's the right acronym for that. But we miss that. And it can be as simple as just that, yeah. which is... I mean, bringing it back to like motherhood and business, right? Because you're a mom with littles and and growing a business. And it's like, we can get so caught up in trying to like plan and control and like do it our own way. And it can be so, uh, what's the opposite of like not having the pressure when you're able to like bring him in and know that like there's somebody else who has the control Mm -hmm. over it all. And we don't have to like try and control it all. Mm -hmm. Even I think when it comes to like parenting, right. And it's like, God created our children the way they are. Right. And it's like, we don't have to try and like mold them into who we think they should be. Like God already created them and he already has a plan for them. And it's like, we're here to help guide them, but we need to make sure that we're tapped into God so that we can like all be on the same path. Mm-hmm. And it's the same with business, I feel like. Yeah, 100%. And, and and I think, you know, the closer you are with God and the more you bring him into business, the easier it is, the easier it mm-hmm. gets. Don't feel like, oh man, like, and I don't know like about how it was for you, but for me, like I wouldn't have never thought to bring God into my business in the past, right? Like, way back in the day but like this time around when like I really became Christian right like yeah like it's a no-brainer of course you know like I'm gonna bring him to my life and I just also think about the mistakes that I have made in my life because I didn't have God in my life so do you want to share like what that looks like like what does it look like for you to bring God into your business versus like what it looked like before when you say I, I actually bring God into my business now and like what is that like we can share maybe what that yeah. looks like because I think that's like for me and you we kind of get it but like for somebody who's listening like well what does that mean what does it mean you yeah. bring God to your business right so I'll tell you what in the year like last year it was my full year into podcast management it was exhausting like the growing business part but also man I got to manifest and I got to write these affirmations and like 
Mm-hmm. I got to visualize. It was just so exhausting. Mm-hmm. It was just like, I didn't have time to do all this. And then journal, like all of the things they have to do, like, you know, air quotes, you have to do like to grow, to grow a business versus now I just ask God for the provision. I'm like, God, mm-hmm. bring me the clients that are mm-hmm. supposed to come my way. Take away the clients that are not meant to be mine. If there's somebody who supposed to bring to you, let the Holy Spirit work through me so that I can say the right thing and, and I can guide them back to you. Mm-hmm. But I'm yours. You mm-hmm. you tell me what to do and I'm here to do it. And mm-hmm. there is just a level of peace that comes with that, that all I have to do is, it's honestly as easy as showing up and doing what he tells me to do. And that's it. It just right. seems so simple. It seems so easy, but it, because it is. Right. Right. We complicate it. I think yeah. we complicate it by what you just said. The You need to manifest and you need to journal and you need to visualize and you need to make sure you're happy all the time. And you need to make sure that you're, you know, have all these affirmations and then you need to make sure, you know, like, yeah, all those things are great. Like perfect, not perfect. I don't like the word perfect. All those things are great, <laughs> but also it's like, it can be simpler than that too, because that can be exhausting. And it's like, oh my gosh, I have all these things. I have a I have an hour and a half morning to-do list, mm-hmm. right? Morning routine before I even get to anything. And it's like, does it have to be that way, really? Like, it doesn't have to be that way. Yeah, 100%. And like, life just just changes, you know? Like, when God is in your life and just like talking to him, like I, I usually, I haven't this week because my life is just a little bit crazy this week. My, my parents are visiting from out of the country, but usually I go on my morning walk, go to the beach, and I'm just like there talking and walking and, and just being present with him, you know, and just like all the problems that I, and I don't want to say like, all we bring him his problems, of course, thanking him for all the things and having a conversation, but I'm mm-hmm. just saying like the power of prayer. A few weeks ago, I held a masterclass and uh, somebody was listening to the masterclass and I didn't know this at the time, but she didn't know that I had become Christian mm-hmm. and you know, we had worked together. This was back in my Etsy days. Uh, we had worked together. She had hired me as a coach. And she just told me in this email that she sent me recently, like that she had been praying for me on and off for two years because, mm-hmm. you know, God spoke to her that I needed help. She said, I could tell that you were looking for the truth, you know, and God just put in my heart to pray for you. So I've been praying for you and her family on and off for two years. And I just cried. Oh, chills. Because, chills. Yeah. Because again, it's the power of prayer. It's the power of prayer. Like do not underestimate the power of prayer. Just pray, just ask. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Like if you're struggling, just ask and pray. And prayer doesn't have to be like we said before. It doesn't have to be like this big thing. It's just like whatever you feel on your heart. God already knows. So Mm -hmm. if that helps you, God already knows, you know? And sometimes it's just like, I don't know, getting it off your chest and getting it out of your head even can help just like the clarity and the peace come through too. Yeah. And I think also like it can be intimidating because there are people out there who can pray like, and I want to, I want to say like in air quotes, like really well, right? Like it's Mm -hmm. a beautiful prayer Mm -hmm. and like, they know what to say. And I'm like, no, I don't, I don't, I don't know. Like I'm not at that level of prayer, but I can just know that I ask and and he responds. I don't feel like, you know, it needs to be like this most amazing pastor mm-hmm. level prayer that you're like saying all these beautiful things and you're like hey god i need help i feel like i read somewhere somewhere in the bible it talked about bringing in i'm gonna totally butcher it but i'm gonna like say it in my way like bringing 
simple to God when you're coming to him and not trying to like fluff up all your words mm-hmm. or not trying to like basically saying less is more, right? Mm-hmm. Instead of like coming and spewing everything, like he knows everything already, but like just coming and being like, this is what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm like frustrated with. And like bringing that stuff to God too, because I feel like it's not just bringing him, yes, bring him praise and all of that also, but also like being real with him. And like, I'm really frustrated here. Like I'm really, I'm doing all the quote unquote things and like, whatever is not working, help me. I'm asking for help. Like what's, what do I need to be doing or being right? Really? It's more of the being for most of us, not the doing, which could, we could probably do a whole nother podcast on like being and doing, but it can just be something where it's like, he wants to link arms with you. Mm -hmm. And he's there waiting for us to be like, all right, I'm here. Yeah. What's next? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot simpler. And, and you know, and, and, and all this to say, it, it's that three months ago, I was in this healing hamster wheel, you know, trying to do all the things and looking for the next healing modality, feeling behind if I found out about like a breath, a breathing technique that I hadn't heard about before, like just all the things. And now I just feel peace, like my life just feels peaceful. And like, I don't have any other words to describe it other than that. Like my life feels whole, it feels peaceful. And that's not to say that like, I don't get angry or upset or disappointed, right? Like I'm still human. I still have all those feelings, but life just, I just, I don't know. It just feels like simple. Well, you're not constantly searching, Mm -hmm. right? Or you don't constantly feel like I'm missing something. Yeah. There's something wrong with me. I'm missing something. This person says this and then then I need to do this. And like, that's exhausting in itself, right? Constantly Mm -hmm. beyond that, like search of what's going to quote unquote heal you or make you feel like whole and peaceful. And it's really like what you have done, right? Like tapping back into God and letting him come into your life wholeheartedly. Yeah, 100%. Because, you know, it can be easy for you to just get in your own head and overthink everything. And and I don't know if it's like maybe easier for me to not do that because of my past, because Mm. in like now being a born again Christian, maybe the process is different, you know, but just not not getting caught up in the overthinking and the overwhelm and like, is this right? Or like we still have to make decisions and we can still like sit on a decision for like a day or two, but it's like, okay, like let's move it. Like we're doing something. Right. 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 Yeah, for sure. I love that. Here's a question. Totally off topic. How do you balance it all? I feel like this is a question I get all the time. Yeah. But we could end with like this. How do you quote unquote balance it all as a mom, as a new Christian, as a wife, as a business owner, as, you know, like a woman trying to have her own time? Like, how do you quote unquote balance it all? So... I'm going to be super honest. Mm-hmm. I moved from Florida to Central Central America six months ago. So my life got a huge upgrade. I now have a nanny and I have a housekeeper mm-hmm. who also cooks for me. So my life looks a lot different today than it did like six months ago. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to, you know, look back to my life prior to like all these upgrades. Yeah. So... Back then, it was just about a lot of communication with my husband and us sitting down and just being objective about things Mm -hmm. as objective as possible, right? Because feelings are always going to come involved. But, you know, talking to my husband and 
my husband and I coming to an agreement that I was going to be the sole breadwinner of this household and he was going to take care of the kids. My kids are homeschooled. So he was mm-hmm. going to take care of the kids and I was going to work for a season of my life. I remember we would pack food and computers and hotspots and go to the park. I would set up my little station and work at the park and he would just, you know, like watch the kids and things like that. So that worked for a little bit. And it was just us being creative. Uh, we lived in a tiny apartment in back in Florida. So mm-hmm. we would just go to the playground and it was great because again, the kids are homeschooled. So whenever we went, there was like nobody there. Mm-hmm. After a while that did not work for me. So I would stay home and my husband would, you know, do whatever with the kids and like take them to the library and things like that. And like, after like, say two o'clock, I would take over the kids and he would have, you know, his break to do whatever he wanted because my Mm -hmm. kids are intense, but it was a lot of communication and planning. And I'm a planner. I love planning everything. My husband is more like, Oh, we'll go with the flow. It's nine o'clock. The kids are awake. No big. And I'm like, Six o'clock, bedtime. No, we're not, you know, deviating deviating from that. So it's you being understanding of the things you're good at and the things your partner is good at. Okay, like you do this, I'll do that. And we have to divide and also understand it's never going to be 50-50, right? It's going to be 60-40 sometimes. Sometimes it's going to be 70-30, right? Like it's never going to be like if you're looking for this this perfect balance, it, it you're setting up yourself for failure and right. being flexible. You know, like kids change so much and so quickly. One day they're like avocados. The next day they're like, ew. And I'm like, you've been eating this for your entire life. What do you mean? And, you know, like what worked? <laughs> Like two weeks doesn't work today, you know, and it doesn't matter. Like you could have babies or like older kids. They always change so quickly mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. being flexible. And one of the things that was really helpful back when I didn't have all the support was asking myself, okay, what would this look like if it were easy? Like I said, at one point it was taking the kids to the park and like working at the park, you know, and, and just being flexible, just like be, not being afraid to try things out and, and all the things that you have heard about, right? Like meal planning, meal prepping you know, making sure that you tidy up your house for like 10 minutes every day. And not, so the things you have heard about, you know, right. the stereotypical things. And then, you know, just being flexible. You have to be flexible. And yeah. also like being okay with the fact that sometimes your business is going to take more of your time. And sometimes you get to pour into your family more. Mm-hmm. But again, you know, I think if you show up with to life with like, you, you give it all you you got. Like if, if if I'm with the kids, I'm with the kids, right? If I'm working, mm-hmm. I'm working, then you're, you're going to feel better, right? And I'm not saying that I do this perfectly all the time because right. I work from home. Right. My kids are homeschooled. Like we're always together and I love what I do. So I'm always thinking about work. Right. I you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to be perfect. But, you know, if you if you have those boundaries with yourself, it becomes easier. So it, it's a practice. It doesn't happen overnight. And man, like I try, I really try to be like organized and like time block and all those things. It does not work for me. Like, no, I, it doesn't work for me either. I'm like one of those people where I love the flexibility, but I also love structure. So it's yeah. got to be like, flexible structure we have yeah. routines but they're very flexible routines <laughs> yeah but yes, i and the I, only thing i don't mess around is bedtime bedtime oh, yeah. is like I no know. no we know everything else i'm like it's fine you know yeah. it's okay we can have breakfast for dinner i don't care right. like right we're good 
Yeah. I am somebody who I don't necessarily even believe in balance because I'm the same with you. Like it's more so like intentionality, right? So Mm -hmm. like if you're working work, be there. If you're with your kids, be with your kids. Like if you're with your husband, be with your husband. If you're like husband, not husband's husband. (laughs) I don't know why the S came out. Um, (laughs) Like being intentional and like knowing what your priorities are, right? Because your priorities are going to be different in different seasons of life. So I totally love that. This is also side, side note. I love that your husband is a stay-at-home dad and you're the working mom. Like, I love that because yeah. I feel like a lot of women I talk to, it's like the opposite or, or it's the husband's work and the moms are working, you know, like building a business from home or like stay at home mom wanting to build a business or both of them are working. Right. Yeah. So well, how? Did, and I'll be honest with you. Sometimes like, not sometimes it, it's a lot of pressure. It's a yeah. lot of pressure. Oh, I'm sure. And like now, like in the beginning, when we made the shift, it was, it was so exciting. And then I was like, ah, <gasps> what this sucks is this what you've been doing for your whole life like you know it's a lot of pressure yeah so, so how what did he do before dream, like rethink it because it's a lot of pressure yeah well and it's crazy like I have I was in network marketing for a really long time and that was always my thing like I'm gonna retire my husband I'm gonna retire my husband but then like really when I thought about it I was like how cooler would it be if we were both bringing in like six figure incomes mm-hmm. and we both were like loving what we did and we both could like work from home and our kids were in school. And like, I was like, Oh, that's way more cooler than being like, retire my husband. And then him being home and being like, what am I supposed to do all day? I don't know. My husband yeah. wouldn't know what to do. He'd be like, I'm going to go golf again. Only been yeah, golfing well, like it was every a day. process for my husband. Like well, he sure. went through like, I don't know, a midlife crisis, like very early on because it was like, I, I don't, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Like, this is so difficult. How did you decide that? Or why did you decide that? Can I, I mean, that's totally yeah, not what we're talking about, but maybe. the business just like, so when I decided to shift into podcast management, it was kind of a gradual shift. I, I didn't officially like launch my business to the public and, and announced that I was making this pivot until March of 2022. Okay. So from January to March, I'm like, my business was stealth speakeasy type of business you know but it was growing and then when that happened before I even announced anything you know it was again being objective about okay like this is where the business is going this is what I think we should be doing and again my husband is a very logical person Mm -hmm. so he was like no we're doing this so so that's how it all happened because the business was successful before like it was even official that's awesome that's so cool yeah, but it's well, it's a lot uh, of pressure that you put on yourself. And like, again, I feel less pressure now because I'm Christian. I'm like, oh, everything is going to be fine. Right. But it's stressful. Right. Well, it's it, it, yeah, it's a lot of pressure. I think it just when you feel like, oh, my gosh, it in this again is like a mindset thing, right? Where it's like we can give this to God. But, oh, my gosh, the pressure of like, I'm the one who's providing and there's not another yeah but god's good right yeah and And then like there's also the part of me now that i'm like man like i i just want to so when i first became christian i'm like i'm gonna read the bible in 30 days i know i can do it i i don't know what i was thinking and i'm like now i get like i would see these people with their like one year but i'm like whatever like one year i wish i had more time to like spend i'm like i want to learn hebrew and greek i want to go to the original you know and i'm like i can't i'm working (laughs) but thank god you love what you do right it doesn't feel like work 
Oh, this was amazing. I had such a nice time talking to you. Yes, you too. Mama, are you working so hard to grow your business but feeling a little bit disheartened by the slow progress? I know it can be so frustrating when the results aren't happening as quickly as you'd like. But I'm here to tell you there's a different way. You don't have to struggle on your own or waste your precious time trying to duct tape a strategy together. Let me help you fast track your success with a clear marketing strategy and direction. Head over to julianabarbati.com to learn how we can work together and take your business to the next level. You deserve to see the growth and income you've been dreaming of. Now, let's make it happen.